All right, here we go. Uh, dangers of a PhD taking too long. That's what I want to talk about in this post. Um, so I talk about the dangers of a PhD taking too long to finish and to point out the resources available to you to combat that. I've written about how to avoid taking too long and graduate in a timely manner in this blog, my How to PhD blog, uh, which is at howtophd.org, as well as in my book uh, by the same name, How to PhD. Um, if you're feeling overwhelmed or stuck in graduate school, you're not alone. You can get help to navigate those situations both in this blog and in the book. I really want to drive home that point, so bear with me. Uh, it is packaged more efficiently, this information is packaged more efficiently in the book, of course, which is why people have found it worthwhile to just get the book. The information is presented step by step there and in an organized manner. Now, having said that, I'm not trying to push you to buy the book. I'm perfectly happy if you just read the blog too. Uh, I just want you to succeed and to know your options for getting maximum support during graduate school and after. That is my ultimate goal. So that's what that's what we're doing here. The information is all here in this blog, the howtophd.org blog, uh, which is you know for free. I also try to make the book free as much as possible, but that requires subscribing to this blog so I can actually let you know when this book is indeed free. So that's why I say to subscribe to the blog. All right, so let's get to it. What are the dangers of a PhD taking too long? Or, you know, what do I think are the dangers? A PhD that is much longer than five to six years, in my opinion, is a poor return on investment. Whatever the reason, there are two big problems with staying in a PhD program for too long. One is lack of productivity, and two is decreasing employability. I'm sorry, but staying longer does not equate to getting more done. Think about it. By staying in your program longer, are you getting a lot more work done? Is your CV getting a lot better? Assess your present situation and make a prediction for the future. For example, by staying an extra year, say, do you think your work will reach that next level where you could argue for becoming an assistant professor rather than a postdoc, for example, say? Or does the choice boil down to becoming a postdoc now or a postdoc next year? you know, then obviously as far as graduating in a timely manner, choosing to be a postdoc now is better than waiting a year to do the same thing. And the same goes for industry jobs. Do you think you could get a decent job in the industry right now if you tried? Then what are you waiting for? It is easier to go from an industry job to another better industry job than from academia to industry. Waiting and adding experience in academia is going to hurt, not help you. Industry people will recognize that you're smart, but they want you to get good at their stuff. 
not keep doing whatever you're doing now. I mean, think about the people who might be interested in hiring you, whether it is a postdoc or a job in the industry. No one wants to see that you took forever to graduate. Most people want a fresh out of school, relatively young person whom they can train and mold to do the job they need to be done. That's tough, but that's how the world works, unfortunately. No one... So here's the big thing. This is the biggest thing that a hurdle rather that you have to get over. And I think this is, uh, you know, now I'm adding some audio that doesn't exist in the, in the written text, but this is the biggest game changer and it's all in your mind. So listen to this carefully. No one, no one, but you cares about the exact details of your research and thesis. No one. Not even your advisor, actually. So so here's the question. Will you really add so much to your thesis in the next year or two that it will make an ounce of difference to the hiring manager? Probably not. With academia, too, the attitude is similar in my experience. The prestigious, named after someone famous, postdoctoral fellowships predominantly go to graduate students in their fifth year or postdocs in their first year. So you know what I'm saying? Like by, so, so basically you could have gotten that same postdoc after five years of graduate school, then like after eight years, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you can cut those extra three years. That's, that's the message I'm trying to get across. Um, and, and really, there may be exceptions, right? Maybe I am wrong and there may be exceptions, but I'm mainly saying all this to encourage you to hurry up and graduate already, not to discourage anyone who, for whatever reason, might be an eighth year graduate student, right? That's, that's fine. And I know, I know it happens and you're not like a shit student or anything. You just need to get out and I hope that this blog or the book helps with exactly that. And I would say focus on and only do what is absolutely required for graduation with a PhD. Now that list might surprise you what, what is required, right? That list, I talk about this in my book and in this blog, and this list has sometimes surprised people. So I, you know, I'm going to point it out again. It's it's good to know this list, though, rather than be blindsided as a senior graduate student who is desperate to get out. So what is the list? Number one, finish your projects, right? Obvious. Number two, finish writing your thesis. Like, don't just not write, right? You got to do your projects and also write your thesis. Number three, right? You're like, is there a number three? Yeah, there's a number three. In fact, there's a number four, too. So what's number three? Find and train your replacement graduate student slash students. You need to find your replacement before you can graduate, before your advisor feels like there won't be this giant vacuum when you graduate, right? So that's number three. Number four, find a job that your advisor slash committee will approve of, okay? This can be a good postdoc or a top industry job, 
but you need to find a job. And I know that that's asking for a lot. PhD students have don't have time to go to career fairs, and that's why I'm writing two more books about you know how to help to to help with that. But that's number four. You need that. So so yeah, this is the complete list for what it takes to graduate faster rather than slower. And I'm saying this, like, you know, a lot of people will graduate in eight, nine, ten years, and maybe they don't do all of this. But this is the complete list for what it takes to graduate faster rather than slower. All right? Faster rather than slower. If you conquer it, you will be good to go. It, that's, that's just how it works. So this is the short and quick version of what it takes. Um, and you can read more details in the rest of the blog or in my book, How to PhD, The Graduate School Handbook, which is available on Amazon. It is $6.99 for the Kindle, or free, uh, when I can actually make it free. I try to uh, regularly, but for that, you have to be subscribed to my blog, or I won't be able to tell you. Uh, the paperback, I believe, is... How much is the paperback? It's $12.99 on Amazon. And a bunch of people also liked to buy the paperback. So, you know, uh, there's a lot more details in the book, uh, step by step. And you know what? You're not alone. You got a question? Guess what? You can ask any question. If you're stuck with something, anything, any problems you're having, you can ask any question in the comments of any post on this blog, including this post, and I will write a post to answer it. All right? So let's go. Let's do this. Let's graduate.